The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We are beginning to see a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to vaccinations and what that could mean for an eventual return to travel. But what do you think it's going to look like when travel opens up again? To explore this, we want to welcome back to the show the publisher of Western Aviation News, Brent Bala. Hey, Brett. Hi, Jalen. Nice to talk with you again. Okay, so just uh, to, to start things off, we know that a number of these sunspot destinations were put on hold earlier this year. I firmly believe that was part of a, a package, part of a deal to work towards uh, some sort of a buyout, some sort of a, uh, a package, some sort of help for the airline industry. We're seeing Air Canada um, and uh, you know WestJet Sunwing putting it off just a little bit longer, uh, but we're seeing these kind of creep back up, come back up. What is that telling you about where we are right now? Uh, that is a great question. Uh, I think you're right. I think you're, you're, you, it is quite likely that the negotiations are getting closer behind the scenes to uh, give airlines some help, some form of loan, could be low interest loan or some yeah. kind of subsidy even. Uh, the details are still not being made public, which is pretty impressive for a government operation. <laughs> uh, but, um, but you're right. I think the signs are there that, one of two things are happening either one they're getting closer to a deal or on the other side the airlines are saying that's enough we promised we wouldn't fly to these south southern destinations until the end of april mm-hmm. the end of april is coming we're going yeah let's, let's get things moving along here so when as, as we move forward and more people get vaccinations and and my goodness let's you know not even get into the conversation about potential vaccine passports what we'll need to oh, passports, yeah. that sort of thing but i think testing is going to uh remain or become even more important at airports across the country what do you think that that uh looks like do you see that being unrolled at all of the major airports I think it definitely will. Of course, Calgary had its uh, uh, testing program that was on. It got pulled when the federal government brought in new regulations to mandate testing at all arrivals. Uh, Edmonton was looking at it. Regina is bringing in some private testing. A private testing company is going to park their truck essentially outside the terminal and say, come by a test. Hey. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And the the question will be, through it all, Airports and airlines seem to really be pointing towards rapid rapid testing as the way to go. It, you know, something that comes back with results in 15 minutes, as opposed to waiting 24, 48, mm-hmm. maybe more hours for uh, the more the gold standard test, which is the PCR test. Yeah. Um, everyone seems to be pushing in the aviation industry towards the rapid testing, trying to prove that it is as valid as the uh, as the PCR tests and therefore you know, valid for everyone to travel. Uh, we're not there yet, but they're certainly pushing that direction. So, Brett, again, just you know, cycle back to this potential lien or, or loan, whatever you want to call it, the, the whatever deal will be made to kind of prop up the airline industry in this country. I mean, Canada has really been... Well, you know, there's a number of people that would say that Canada has been dragging its feet on this compared to other countries who have uh, who have who have stepped up to help uh, the airline industry. Now, let's make it clear that, you know, they the 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 airlines have been able to access some federal funds, but it's it's a different way than what we've seen in other countries. That's right. And so there's two things going on here. One is, yes, we're the only country in the group of seven wealthy nations uh, not to directly offer some form of support 
to the airline mm-hmm. industry. Um, and so that puts them behind the eight ball in a lot of ways because Canada doesn't just have a domestic industry. Well, right now we do because of closed borders. But generally, our borders, we rely on people passing through Canada to help generate a lot of money mm-hmm. and a lot of revenues. Uh, and so what the airlines are saying is, you know, because we're the only uh, country that hasn't helped airlines, we're now falling behind yes. all these other countries. And so what does that mean when things get moving again? It means that next time you want to book a flight to London, you may look at British Airways ahead of Air Canada. Mm. Wow. And that is where the real long-term risk is for Canada. Do you expect... I'm sorry, Brett, you're, you're breaking up there. Uh, sorry, no, I was just saying that's why they really have to get going again because the long-term risk is they'll lose this market share to foreign airlines and people will look elsewhere. Yeah, and, you know, so I... I'm, you know, I think a lot of folks are starting to think about travel. They're starting to think, hey, I'm getting the vaccine, you know, that sort of stuff. Maybe yep. later this year, maybe into next year. I know some, some people who have already booked uh, resorts into maybe February, March of next year. They're going to wait and see. Um, you know, what? when it comes to prices and choice, how big of a part all of this is going to play in that? Well, where prices will really be affected is if you have to pay for your own uh, testing, that'll add at least a couple hundred dollars to the price of your trip. Mm. And so right there, that's one effect on price. So that may deter some people from going on holidays. Not everyone, obviously, but maybe a few people. You know, maybe someone who thought, well, I'll take the family and go see Grandma in Nova Scotia this this uh, this uh, winter or this uh, summer, I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have to pay an extra 200 bucks for a test or let's see, multiply that by four people, yeah, now it starts to really get pricey. And so there's a bit of a risk on that front. But at the same time, airlines, it's, uh, they, they can't really raise prices a lot because it, it, travel is so price sensitive that it doesn't take much for people to say, mm, you know what, I'm not going to go or... I'm going to drive. Yeah, yeah, depending on where you want to go, right? Yeah, so it's a really careful balance that they have to establish, especially on domestic routes. Uh, international routes, they have a bit more flexibility. To go to some destinations, you know, they, they, in that case, they look at what is, what's everyone else charging. And, you know, maybe I can charge in that range, too, and, and make it profitable. You know, there, there are some folks out there, uh, you know, I don't even have to look at my text line to tell you <laughs> to tell you this, Brett. People are like, who cares? I mean, they get enough money as it is, you know, that sort of thing. But, you yep. know, the importance of a strong aviation industry in a country, why is it important that we have, well, number one, competition to, you know, we have competition, but we have, we have, airplanes going to places you know from from st john's to to yukon like i I just think some people poo poo it i you know i agree and 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 there is perhaps an argument to be made that that there were too many flights going across the country before maybe you can make that argument certainly from an ecological environmental point of view you can make that argument Mm. um but at the same time you know getting across the country in canada you can't really hop on the train. No. <laughs> um, you, you can drive, but yeah. I hope your stamina is pretty good. Yeah. Um, and so Canada needs, and so let's face it, there's a lot of places you can get where there aren't even any roads. So now you're stuck in a plane, especially yeah. in the north. And you think of northern BC uh, and, you know, northern Alberta, you're looking at a five-hour drive just to get to an airport. So 
uh, you know, you pretty much need some kind of domestic aviation industry to get people and goods moving. And, and this isn't even talking about goods like yeah. cargo, essential yeah. medical supplies, things like that. Yeah. Uh, need to move you know it's crap when you don't have a whole lot of choice like i lived in sault st marie or sault st marie for a long time and to get to anywhere from sault st marie so northern ontario you had to uh fly to toronto so you know you, you get on the on the plane you fly to toronto and then fly out here right that's what my folks have yep. to do when they come to visit me um or that's what they had to do for the longest time when WestJet started to fly into that community everyone was like oh this is so fantastic well that only lasted a couple of years and you were back to having very little choice and you know the cost going up and it becomes a whole day thing it becomes a lot harder look at all the people who go from alberta to st john's and alberta to halifax you know it used to be very easy to get from Edmonton to St. John's. Now, ooh, it's not so easy. Um, and so now you're wasting a whole day traveling. So what will you be watching here? So my, my last question to you, to, to you, Brett, what, what will you be watching um, over the over the next little while when it comes to these talks between uh, the airlines and the government? And I mean, I'm surprised. I mean, even Jerry Diaz uh, from Uniform, Unifor said uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was expecting an announcement a month ago and we're still waiting. Like, what do you? <laughs> You know, <laughs> what are you watching for? You know what? You know what? Actually, the the political scientist in me is watching for. Uh, in fact, WestJet introduced some service to Atlantic Canada mm-hmm. today. They said we'll go there, but they made it conditional on governments working to open up domestic borders. Mm. I'm keeping an eye on some of those pressure tactics. You know, will an airline drop more regional routes? And then that becomes a government issue because it's pressure on the politicians to make sure people can get where they want to go. Well, hey, they said in the throne speech, they said in the throne speech, they had a commitment to the regional routes to making sure people could get to those places. So we're now going on five months since then. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I know government works slowly, but aviation can't work that slowly and that's the challenge brett always great to talk with you uh hopefully we'll be talking again uh, in the future when uh, very soon in the future when we find out more about what kind of deal is reached fingers crossed take care all right all the best brett Bala joining us this afternoon the publisher of western aviation news so as i mentioned jerry uh, diaz from uh, a unifor who is the national president he said this about negotiations not too long well it was about two weeks three weeks ago oh hold on a second it was imminent over a Hold month ago, so... Let's do this again. Let's try it again. My understanding is the solution is imminent, but frankly, I thought it was imminent over a month ago. So we'll see where this thing ends up, but it's got to get done quick. It's got to get done quick, and we've been waiting and waiting and waiting. And Goldie Heyer is the uh, Business Council of Canada president, and he said, here's what happens. The longer that this drags on, and the longer that uh, you know Canada falls behind other countries who are helping out their airline industry... I think it's really, really important that Canadians um, are aware that the choices that they had before, the price competitiveness that they had before, will not be there for them the more these airlines are, are on life support. All right, on life support. So we'll see what uh, what happens here. But I remember when I told you that when the airlines decided or agreed to put a pause on those destinations to the sunspots when, when the numbers were getting crazy earlier this year, that that was going to be a part of some sort of agreement, some sort sort of help from the government what does that look like uh, they're not using the word bailout they're using the word loans uh, a low interest loan 